You're listening to the Fired Up Podcast Network. Let's get fired up. Welcome to the Fired Up NFL Draft Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Brian Lamb, uh, joined by Sean Balzer. How you doing, Sean? Doing pretty well. Nice and uh, sunny in Florida, as always. How about yourself? Uh, it's a little chilly in Houston, um, but, uh, you know, it's a good day. It's the start of uh, free agency. Um, some deals have already uh, taken place. We're still waiting on, uh, as we're recording this, still waiting on Aaron Rodgers' um, deal to go through. But uh looks like a, a productive day so far. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see everything that uh, comes down the pike here, especially to see what uh, doesn't or doesn't make it official on Wednesday. But obviously expecting Rodgers to the Jets, but we'll, we'll see. So let's just go ahead and uh, get into it with the uh, – NFL draft. Um, last week, the uh, Carolina Panthers moved up to the first overall pick in a trade with the Bears, which included uh, two first-round picks and uh, two second-round picks, as well as uh, wide receiver DJ Moore, all going to the Bears for the first overall pick. Uh, first off, risk versus reward. Uh, do you think the uh, the price to move up was uh, too costly for Carolina? Well, it certainly wasn't cheap, but uh, I guess you can't expect it to be when you've got three, maybe four quarterbacks, you know, in competition for that first overall pick. Um, I applaud it from Carolina's perspective. I know it's a lot, and uh, I know I'm sure there are some Carolina fans that are worried about giving up too much. But uh, facts are, if you don't have a quarterback, you don't, <laughs> you're not going anywhere. So, um, you know, instead of hoping with Darnold again, I mean, what's your what's your peak outcome there uh maybe sneaking into the playoffs at least in this scenario you've got a shot at getting your guy uh especially a you know a talented quarter uh, rookie quarterback or a quarterback on a rookie contract that's that's the cheat code these days you got to have that to uh to be able to compete or or have Patrick Palms yeah I mean I, I think also you look at their defense for Carolina and it's it's a solid defense especially up front you have Brian Burns, Derek Brown, uh, Shaq Thompson. Even in the in the secondary, you have J.C. Horn, um, Xavier Woods. Uh, so you know, I mean, it's it's a solid defense. It's just the offense that I'm worried about. And in my opinion, I think you're giving up too much, um, and and you're really not building your your team. Um, obviously, that's going to be uh, Frank Reich's. Uh, job to uh to build that team and and get it back to to where it, it should be um i just you know for me I, I think that they uh just gave up a little bit too much um it's it it's interesting you know jc horn I, I think everybody likes jc horn as, as a player but you know obviously my my guy justin fields was sitting there and they passed up on him that's that's got to be a uh <laughs> that's got to be a regret i think i mean He's uh, certainly, you know, he's going to have to prove himself with the Bears this year, especially after they they put in all the, these resources for him and DJ Moore. Um, but from the the Panthers' perspective, man, if you uh, if you keep Matt Rule around a little bit longer, if you, you know, maybe you're drafting a little bit higher. I, I I find it interesting that they decided to trade all the way up to one without any um, without there being any immediate stories that they're for sure taking a certain guy um, speculation on Stroud speculation on Richardson, some speculation on, on Bryce Young. So we'll see, but uh, 
for them to jump all the way up there without for maybe maybe they're hiding some things from us maybe the nfl doesn't want them to say who they want yet but uh if, if you're jumping all the way up to one I, I gotta feel like they fell in love with somebody and you know is that stroud is that richardson is it young you tell me yeah i mean i think it's clearly a quarterback right i mean yeah if you're moving up to one you obviously know your guy um you've you've figured that part out so if you go back to the NFL Combine, I mean, you know, Anthony Richardson had one of the best performances out of, you know, just about everybody there. Um, and and by all reports was crushing it during interviews. I think he's pro-ready. I think I think you can get him there. Um, you know, do, do you want him to be more consistent? Do you want him to, to be, you know, a, a better prospect right now? Sure. But... I think what you've seen like in Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts and what you, you saw in San Francisco with Brock Purdy is you can take somebody that's maybe not pro-ready today and and still get them there. And so maybe, you know, he, he doesn't start for, uh, you know, two or three games and you bring him in and, you know, but I, I think out of all four of these guys uh, – Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and, and Will Levis, I think all four of them can, can start in the league from day one. Um, it's just having the right offense around them. Perhaps. Richardson, uh, I, I got to see it to believe it, especially on day one. That's a that's a project to me, but you know, a lot of people feel that uh, you know he wasn't exactly put in the best position there in Florida, so maybe – get him around the right uh, NFL guys. Maybe you could, you could get out, get out there and show he's got, obviously. I mean, especially after the combine, the, the ceiling is the moon for him. So uh, be interesting to see. So I see the argument for Bryce. Um, you know, don't let the, the, the crimson bias here uh, sw- uh, change your mind, but obviously as much as I like Bryce Young as a prospect, we, we have to admit he's like all time, uh, an all-time outlier in, in, in the case of size. You know, if you take this, if you could remove the size uh, from the equation, you, he would be the no doubt number one pick, I think, in my mind. So, yeah, Richardson's a project to me. Um, you know, are you willing to take that first overall? You know, like I said, the, the, the ceiling's the moon for Richardson. So it, it, I am willing to take that first overall as a general thought. But for me, Bryce Young is Bryce Young's the more sure thing. I, I do worry about the size. I think from the size perspective, what what's your concern? Is it the durability or the or the ability to throw in the middle? Because durability wise, I'm not too worried about that. I mean, size wise, he he comps with Kyler fairly well. Um, I imagine Bryce is going to put on some some muscle here in the next year or so. Um, you know. Obviously, Kyler just had a major injury, but prior to that, had only missed a handful of games. You know, is that a is is that the primary concern with the height, or is it a ability to throw over the middle, or what? Yeah, it's certainly the size. My concern is more: did you put the weight on for the combine, and if so, what's your your natural playing weight? Because if your natural playing weight is, you know, one ninety, one eighties, you know, whatever it might be. Um, then I think there's more of a concern, um, right? So measured it, measured it at what one ninety nine, 
imagine there's you'd easily fake six or so of that water weight and such, but hard to think it's going to be more than 10 pounds. So I got to think week one, if he's out there starting week one, he's got to weigh at least 190 and, you know, he's going to be trying to put on weight, you know, get in the, in the, in the weight room and such. Yeah. He came in at 204. Um, 204. I mean, yeah, I, I think there's probably 15 pounds that were probably put on. I mean, if I'm, if I'm his, you know, uh, quarterback coach or, or, you know, getting him ready for the combine, I think that's all I'm working on at that point is, um, you know, building some muscle, getting some weight on you. Um, I mean, obviously you can't make the guy taller. He comes in at five ten, Um, but you know, I, I mean, that's, that's just my whole thing. Getting into CJ Stroud, um, you know, I, I thought he did a really good job of progressing through his reads, finding the open receiver, um, throwing with anticipation. He's got the velocity across the field. Um, does a does a decent job of manipulating the defense to create space, um, whether that's you know uh, shifting his eyes, pump fakes, um, using his shoulders, um, everything. Um, also, he doesn't panic in the pocket. He's got some really good good poise in there. Um, for me, I mean C.J. Stroud, he's been at the top of my quarterback board, um, I think all season, and. Um, I mean, he's, he's been over Bryce Young, um, for a, a solid bit. Um, you know, I, I just think he's got the, obviously he's got the size, he's got the, you know, the, the intangibles that you, you want to see. Um, and you know, he's got some really decent traits to, um, build around and I don't know if his ceiling is as high but um, I, I definitely think that his floor is is probably higher than uh, you know these other three guys in the in the class. So if I'm the Texans, I have I have no hesitation on grabbing CJ Stroud at two. But if I'm the Panthers and I trade it up to one, I'm not looking for safe. I'm looking for I'm looking for Patrick Mahomes. I'm looking to compete with Patrick Mahomes. And to me, that's that's Bryce Young, unless. You know, unless you think you get that out of Richardson, you know, to me that's it. They're in a they're in a different class. If if Bryce Young and CJ Stroud don't exist or aren't, aren't in this class, and you want to jump up to one for Richardson, you know, that makes a little more sense to me. Um, but with with Bryce and CJ on the board, it's got to be it's got to be one of them to me. What are your thoughts on Will Levis? I mean, he definitely scares me the most of the four. I. Uh, I don't want to go out and say that Will Levis is going to be a bust. I mean, I think any prospect with his type of tools in the right system under the right coaching can can grow and and uh, and be a good quarterback. I, I do worry about him the most. I, I I worry about him. I worry about him the most of the four, no doubt. And I think if Hendon Hooker hadn't torn his ACL. We might be saying I worry about him the most of the five. You know, you had like the Titans um, rumored to, to try to move up to one. Um, you know, they could also move up to three with the Cardinals. Um, I think I think ultimately the Cardinals try to move back. Washington, um, 
Tampa Bay, maybe even the Falcons. Does one of those teams move back and and get some draft capital and then try to move back into the first round to pick him up? I don't know. Um, so, you know. yeah, let's just talk about the top of the draft there. So we've got the Panthers and Texans now. You and I, are, are, are we on the same page that one of those picks is Bryce and one of those picks is CJ? Or are we throwing Richardson into that conversation? I think you throw Richardson into that conversation too. Um, I mean, I certainly think it's two quarterbacks, right? Um, I'll right. I'll give you that one. Um, and I think I think you know the the Colts are going to be the other quarterback. Um, so Indy's Indy's got to be nervous sitting there at four. You know, I, we don't know their evaluation on the four guys, but like they whoever number four is for Indy, they need to feel pretty good about to sit there at four. You know. Do you, do you trade up a bunch to three? I mean, trade up. Uh, do you give up a lot just to move up one spot to make sure you get your your third guy? I mean, it just all is going to depend on Indy's evaluation of those four quarterbacks. Um, and then the Panthers are rumored to be willing to trade down. I find that interesting. Um, you know, I'll believe that when I see it. There's some. It, I think the Bears kind of held all the power there, right? So the Bears wanted to get this trade done before free agency so they knew what they were looking at. You know, they got their wide receiver. Uh, we might see them go after somebody, uh, you know, a, a secondary type guy, but I don't think we'll see, you know, maybe they would have gone all in on Jacoby Myers or somebody like that. Now they can save that money. Um, so I think the Bears held the power and wanted that done. I don't think that was necessarily the Panthers saying, let's jump up to one and then let's see if we can get something else, I'm not sure that they've even, you know, made that decision, but you know, we'll, we'll see. Look, I mean, I think draft capital rules all right. So, you know, when you look at some of these teams, you know, that can move up to maybe three, you know, I mean, look, Arizona, they're either going offensive line or, or, you know, defensive front. Right. So so you're going offensive line, defensive line. Um, I, so the question there is, is Will Anderson worth keeping over getting a future? Probably a one. I mean, we can talk about draft comp, you know, different draft compensation. Obviously, it depends on how far they fall. Um, you know, if they just, if they're able to make a, a deal with Indy to just go down one spot, pick up, you know, I, I don't know what they would pick up there. Does, does Arizona just take a two for that and so that they can secure Will Anderson? Or does Arizona want to drop farther to maybe Atlanta? And Atlanta makes the most sense, right? So, the, you know, we're recording this Monday afternoon. The reports are Jimmy G's headed to to Vegas. That doesn't necessarily mean. I, I mean, I doubt that. I think you take Vegas out Vegas. of the equation. Yeah. I don't think you do. I don't think you do. I, I don't think that they're going to want to trade up future picks to to do so. But if if one of the quarterbacks does fall, which is is in play here i mean if if the uh top four stays as is right carolina takes quarterback uh houston takes quarterback arizona takes we'll assume will anderson and then indy takes the quarterback there's a fourth quarterback here he's he's gonna he's gonna fall at least a little bit unless somebody jumps up so you've got seattle at five i think that you know anthony richardson's that fourth quarterback and seattle's sitting there i think that they could take him you got Detroit at six. I think Anthony Richardson sitting there that they take, they would consider taking him. Um, seven, Vegas, eight, 
Atlanta. I mean, all of these teams, <laughs> all of these teams could could consider it. You kind of imagine that a you know the Seahawks with Geno and the the Lions with Goff. Not that not that either one of those guys is really a long term solution, but you you imagine either one of those teams would be be willing to take one of those top four, but maybe not willing to uh, to give up the extra draft capital to do so. Geno Smith may not be a, a long-term option, but he's got a three-year, $75 million contract. So, uh, you know, your you're out is 2024. So um, that, that pairs well with, with a project. Pairs well with one of the, the, the three or four on, on my, my QB board. It does. I don't think it pairs with a 2023 quarterback i think the 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 issue is seattle you've got gino right you're he played at a top we'll say 12 without looking at without having the metrics in front of me gino played well last year i'm I'm, i was no gino fan he surprised us all props to him uh congrats on getting that money but you know if if Gino plays anywhere near that level again, you're not getting the, the, the fifth pick. You know, you, you hope to never be back here. The only reason they got that is because of the Russell Wilson trade. So here's your opportunity to get a top three, four quarterback, you know, if one were to fall you know, one spot here. I think you do it. I think you should do it. And if, if you don't do it, if, if the Seahawks don't do it at five, I think the Lions should do it at six for the same reason. The Lions should be good. <laughs> the Lions should be good this year. Especially if Rodgers is headed out, they they may be the division favorites. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think you're wrong. Um, I just think it's a it's a lot to give up. I think if I'm Seattle and I'm not sold on Geno Smith as a long term option, um, you know, I mean, right now you have two ones and two twos, um, and and two fives. I think you you maybe explore. Um, moving back and trying to get some 2024 capital um, and, and going after Caleb Williams, Drake may um, one of these, you know, 2024 guys that, that are there being out of that top four and, and still looking at a quarterback, even if it is Hendon hooker, I'm not sold on Hendon hooker being, you know, your, your long-term answer. Um, You know uh, I mean, we've seen how well Caleb Williams can play. Um, you know, Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr. Um, you know, it's 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 hard to say, right? Um, but if, if I think I'm, it, I think I, I would I would agree with your general point here, which is the the best plan for a team like Seattle and maybe Detroit would be to trade down, try to get try to get a, a one for next year. Obviously, everybody thinks Caleb is going to be the you know one overall next year, and you've got several other players that that could be worth you know two, three, or four. Um, you know, if you're able to pick up that extra draft draft capital, give you a year. Let's see how Gino does in year two as the as the guy. Um, you know, obviously they paid him enough for that, so that that's a that's probably that, that probably should be Plan A. Looking ahead, we've got some pro days coming up. March 14th, we've got Northwestern, Clemson, and Oregon. Um, so we'll get to see Peter Skaronsky, the uh, my top offensive tackle um, in this class. Um, Christian Gonzalez, cornerback out of Oregon. Um, and a couple of really good uh, defensive uh, 
prospects for for Clemson. Um, Miles Murphy, Brian Preece, um, Trenton Simpson. Um, and then uh, on the 15th, you get Georgia. We, we know about all those prospects. Michigan, USC are coming up next week as well. And then we get the uh, quarterback roundtable. March 22nd, we're getting C.J. Stroud. Uh, 23rd, we're getting Bryce Young. 24th, we're getting Will Levis. And then March 30th, we're getting uh, Anthony Richardson. So, um, Of all those pro days, which one are you most excited for? You know, I, I really like the players from Georgia. Um, I think it's a really deep class. Um, you know, I, I'd maybe be surprised if, if you know, we're seeing them all work out. Um, obviously, there's a situation around Jalen Carter right now. Um, you know, I, I don't know if, if the best thing for him is to, uh, you know, get in the, in the public eye at his pro day or if you just shut it down and, and uh, you know, the, the best press is no press. Um, but you get Nolan Smith, who had a really good uh, NFL combine. Um, Keely Ringo, who's uh, really kind of dropped down uh, boards during the, the pre-draft process. Um, can he kind of recover? Um, you know, and, and you have a lot of those guys. Um, even going to, like, Ohio State, um, where you're getting two really good uh, offensive tackles and Paris Johnson and Dewan Jones. Um, you know, I, I like Dewan Jones. I don't know where he fits. Um, he, I don't know if he's he, certainly not my favorite right tackle in this, in this class. Um, I, I really wish the size kind of matched the feet and he, he looked more fluid. Um, so, you know, is that something that he can, can work on? Yeah. Georgia, Alabama these days, always exciting to see, think for me uh i'll be curious to see levis um see levis throw on was at the 24th um see if he can make me a believer that he's uh he's worth the top four pick um and then the the real one for me would be uh usc i want to see jordan addison run you know at the at the pro day he's gonna i'm sure he'll come in hotter than the uh what was it 449 at the combine definitely a concern for a guy that's supposed to be wide you know, one, two, or three to, uh, you know, run four, four, nine at one seventy three. I'm saying these numbers off the top of my head. Um, he's, uh, I want to see, I want to see that come down at least, a you know, the low four fours at least. Yeah. I mean, even going back to Addison, you know, he had a five point, I think eight, two, uh, real athletic score. Um, based off of his measurables at the combine. It's not the number you want to see, but you know, he's, he's probably more of a, an inside receiver. Um, and that's kind of where he, he sticks at. Do you buy him as a, as a Devonta Smith comp? Cause obviously there's some, there's some measurable, some similar measurables, but I don't think anybody was saying Devonta's only an inside guy. I, I think it's a decent comp. Um, I, I'm not a big player comp guy. Wide receiver, obviously, uh, a little bit easier to overcome, you know, uh, size concerns 
I mean, obviously you still got the durability issues, but from a quarterback going one overall versus, you know, Devonta Smith or, or a guy like that being able to, to just create separation. I think NFL teams more and more these days are willing to, to take those guys despite the size concerns. Um, I'm not a, a player comp expert myself, but if, if Jordan Addison comes in around the same size, is he able to, to overcome that with, you know, obviously the production that, that he's shown at two major colleges now and uh, with the separation he creates. But all right. I think that's going to do it for this episode of fired up NFL draft. Uh, I'm Brian Lamb. You can find me on Twitter at Brian Lamb underscore ISN. Uh, I write for NFL Draft Lounge at NFL Draft Lounge. And uh, you can follow the podcast at Fired Up Podcasts. And uh, Sean, tell them where they can find you. At Sean underscore Balzer on Twitter. All right. We, uh, we appreciate it. We'll uh, catch you guys next time.